to me, the the risk is worth it if you do it the right way. Uh, my favorite way to make impact is with our with our team members, right? And I said this yesterday during a meeting, but you know, one of my goals is to make all of us millionaires. And why wouldn't I want to do that to and with the people that I love the most? You're listening to the Ordinary Guys Extraordinary Wealth Podcast. Hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls, investors, entrepreneurs, and best friends. Two millennial Midwesterners who started a real estate side hustle and now own $40 million in rentals without using any of our own money. Now we're two average guys teaching other people how to use real estate investing to create financial freedom and generational wealth. If you're ready to learn how to take control of your future using real estate investments the simple way and have fun while doing it, you're in the right place. Let's start today's show. Welcome to episode six. Are you excited? I am. Are you? I, I am. I feel like I ask you that every time. And one of these times you're going to say no, and we're going to have to stop and record a different day. Is that what's going to happen? Or we just go through and forward with no excitement? I think we need the excitement. I think so too. Awesome. Well, today is an exciting episode. Today we're going to talk about should you start a business or have you know friends and family a part of your business with you? That's something that we definitely do. So I thought it'd be an interesting topic because you hear all the time, don't go into business with family and friends. Don't mix family with business. Yeah, we're just going to kind of tell you what we did, and then you guys can figure out if it's the right decision for you. Yeah, because we have like seven or eight uh, friends and family members working for us now. I mean, your brother-in-law works for us. Nepotism is strong in this family of businesses. Yes. Uh, nepotism, I feel like, has kind of a negative connotation, but... Um, you know, if it's the right person, like he is more than qualified for his role. So it's, it's not. Of course, of course. And I know we're, we've been doing this for a long time, you know, building our businesses for the last eight years. And you'll just naturally get people that are interested in what you're doing. And, you know, if, if you're a good business mind, if you're a hard worker, if you're striving for success, those people are going to be in your inner circle. So why not pick them off and have them come build the business with you? Yeah. I think we, like I said, seven or eight of them, that we were friends with uh, before we hired them, several of them friends with for several years. You know, it wasn't like we just met yeah. them. So yeah, that was, it's been it's been awesome for us. I remember having the conversation with you probably, I don't know, four or five years ago and we we're like, should we go down this path or not? Like, should we, you know, just bring in family and friends and should we borrow money from family? Should we do all this? And I think we we're just like, screw it, Let, let's do it. You know, we feel like we're going to do something cool. Might as well bring people up with us. Yeah. I think it, it starts with you and I, right? You and I starting a business together, being partners, friends, being partners. And even that we got a whole bunch of pushback on, you know, why would you want to split half the profits with somebody? Just do it yourself. And there's so many benefits of having a partner and having the right partner. And then just having someone that you're close with and, and one of your friends makes it that much sweeter when you, when you have those successes. I agree. That's a good point. Thinking about you taking a little bit of step back when you and I started, we were doing everything together. It was fun, but then we got to a point where we're like, let's divide and conquer. You took over the flipping business. I started the education business and both of those businesses are much, much better off because we did that because we were able to take our resources and find our new, you know, right-hand people to help us, help us along. And, you know, now we each own half of, you know, two businesses rather than half of one. And we can really focus. And it's almost like both of us is too much to spend our full time on each business that we run. Yeah, too much for the people in that business who are like, whoa, take a step back. Yeah, enough. we don't need both of you. Yeah, and I, I feel like this conversation I have with a lot of newer investors, um, they have business partners and they're, they're like, 
you know, I I don't like I don't like managing projects. I'm like, well, why are you managing projects? And you got a partner for that or, or hire someone. So um, just figuring out your your genius zones and what you like doing will create a lot less um, freedom. I'm sorry, a lot more freedom, a lot more joy in your business so you don't get burnt out. Like I think kind of you were going through a little bit there, I think with the, with the flipping business. For sure. So yeah, for those of you that don't know, Lucas runs our faster house, our flipping company that's going to flip 300 houses this year. And then I run our education company that has shoots six, 700 students now and a couple million followers on Instagram. So we're on, not, I wish on Instagram on all the platforms. So we're just kind of growing those companies and I'm still involved a little bit in flipping, especially recently. And you're uh, obviously this is an education platform. You're you know, we're fringely, that's a word, fringely, mm. look it up. We're fringely involved in our other businesses, but like me and you are the go-to <laughs> people for our specific businesses. Mm. I thought you were going to say me and you are the goats, but uh, I, I, either way. I, I don't think we're the goats. Not yet. Not yet. We're baby, not. Baby goats? We're not We're not LeBron James yet. So we're Baby not, goats. We're baby goats. We're not yeah. LeBron James yet. We're not the goat. We're maybe, we're, maybe we're Michael Jordan. We're, we're like almost goats. Anyway, so so after you and I started, got a lot of pushback. Do you remember like, as we were building a team, figured out we can't do it all ourselves. Who was the first friend and or family member that we hired? The first friend or family member that we hired. Are would you consider Courtney a friend? No. Who? I mean, yeah, now she is. <laughs> Love you, Court. But yeah. uh, at, at the time, no, no. Who? Who was it? I think it was probably um, Phil Blackwood. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, Phil. Yeah. So I I had been friends with him for. Three or four years, our wives are really, really good friends, and we brought him on. We He was working at Enterprise, which is a big company here locally in St. Louis, and we had lunch with him and explained to what you know what we wanted and out of the role and what it would pay and what it looked like, and I think he said, sure, I'll go do it. We didn't even talk to our other partner at the time, Brian, and we just basically, you know, he went and told his boss that afternoon that he was quitting. It was yeah. like a 20-minute conversation. He said, see ya. So we built our company up from just Sam and I up to 45 employees now. And, um, you know, once we got some traction and people started seeing what we're doing, we created a lot of it, excitement around it. And, uh, Sam and I love spreading our vision and, uh, people want to be a part of that. And, you know, we don't do a lot of job ads cause we have a really close, talented group of family and friends that we're able to pick off some of the best of the best. And most of the time it's not even in our industry. So that's what I think is cool. We pull people out of enterprise, two people out of enterprise now. Um, Dot foods. Yeah, a lot of professional type corporate environments that people just are sick of being a part of. And they want to be a part of our culture and, uh, you know, be on this rocket ship with us. Yeah, and I have in the notes, but it worked on Wolf of Wall Street, right? He hired all his buddies and that worked out great. Yeah, so. that was a yeah great ending for them. Yep. Great ending. Perfect. He's out of jail now. He's out of, he's making a lot of freaking money right yeah. now. So I, th- I um, think if you look on Google, he's got a negative net worth still, but <laughs> his income's up there. Well, yeah, who knows if Google's right, but From, yeah. I d- what? Google says I have like a $40 million net worth and I do not, so. How do you know? Close. Well, I don't know. You do the you do the math for me. I don't know. Lucas runs my network statements every 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 quarter. I did it last night. Well, we'll we'll do an episode on that then. <laughs> um, so working with friends and family can be risky, but let's talk about some of the things we have done to help mitigate a lot of that risk. I think the first one is setting the expectations. So we set the expectations with ourselves, you know. This business has turned into something I don't think me and you ever imagined. And where it's going, I don't think we definitely ever imagined. But we did have the, you know, the general talks of, you know, business, you know, comes second, friendship comes first, you know, people before profit kind of conversations. We had that together. 
shoot, we didn't even have any like exit strategy for our businesses. And we don't even for a few of them, we probably still don't. <laughs> we probably need to now that they're worth, you know, quite a bit of money and we own quite a bit of real estate. But, you know, we probably need to button a little bit more of the legalities up, which we will. But um, yeah, we are definitely just setting the expectations with each other. And then when we bring on friends or family, we set the expectation of this is what it's going to look like. We're flexible. You know, we're not looking for anything crazy. We would, I would rather have somebody that I know and trust that I have to teach a skill to than somebody that already knows the skill that I don't know and trust. Yeah. The, the hardest thing to hire for is the right cultural fit. And uh, it, it's hard because it's very difficult to figure out if someone's the right culture fit in in a couple of interviews, right? So when you have that base of knowing someone's the right person, a good person, uh, like Sam said, the the skills and the knowledge can be taught. Uh, whether it's a business partner or a team member, an employee, we, we spend and you should spend and hope you all do a lot of time and effort to make sure it's the right fit. Uh, business partners, probably especially. Um, but when it's a family member or friend, I think there needs to be another layer to that that you really have to make sure it's gonna work. Because um, if it don't, if it doesn't, it's gonna be it's gonna be painful. If it don't, it don't. If it don't, it just don't. It just don't. So I think that setting the expectation A and then B right below that to me would be getting the right person in the right seat. Like you can hire an incredible person, but you put them in the wrong seat. They're doing the wrong job. They're going to fail. And that's on you. That's not on them. So we, we do quite a bit of that. Even with people we haven't hired yet, we have them take a disc profile, personality profile, a skills profile test. So we can get a pretty clear picture at what their skills are, what their personality is, what their best working environment is. So then we can look at that and then say, do we have a job for you? We're not just trying to take, Hey, Matt, your brother-in-law, let's hire him just because yeah. your brother-in-law, it's like, holy crap, he's very talented in this. Let's find a role for that. Or when a role pops up, let's find him. So I think putting them in the right seats is huge along with the expectation. I do. Yeah. Right, right people, right seats um, and create a job description. Like you can't just hire them and say, hey, go, go do this, right? Create that job description so they have an outline and don't feel like they're just flailing around, you know? And uh if it doesn't work in that specific job, but they're the right person, something else will come up. You can find a spot for them, but um, that's still more challenging. Make sure make sure the right person for the right seat. Yeah. So I think going into business with your friends, your family, borrowing money from your friends and family, I think all of that is a good thing to do. I'm glad that we did it. I, I guess some people maybe shouldn't do it if they you know, don't have everything set up. And if it's just going to be, you know, not like you kind of said, nothing structured and you're just hiring them to hire them. I think if there's a purpose behind it, then I think it's a great thing to do. And, and it's been great for us so far. I, you know, there's nobody that we've hired that, you know, I think we could have found somebody better for in that position. Yeah. And it is our culture to, to hang out with our team members, right? Uh, spend some time with them outside of the office to, um, to get to know them and to, to have some fun. I think that's super important. Even, even for us, you know, uh, we can get so involved in the, the in growing the business and buying houses and, uh, you know, making content that it's important to take a step back and, and make some time to have a few drinks and go watch Batman. There you go. Drinks. Yeah. That, that's what we did. Drinks and, and all that and Batman. Yeah. So I think, I think doing all of that is, Fun. If we feel like we're going to do something special and are doing something that's going to create wealth for us and our team members, why wouldn't you want to share that with the people that you care about? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that, but there, there are some, some challenges that you would say 
along the way? And I, I just named one. Do you, can you think of any other challenges of working with your, your friends and family that present themselves on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I think, I mean, we can, uh, Andrew, I think some of one of his challenge, uh, one of our, I've been friends with Andrew for 25 years. One of our, our, uh, really, really good friends we just hired about six months ago, eight months ago. And it took him a while to like, I want to look at you guys, look at you guys as the owners and the boss. I think mentally that was kind of harder for him to just be like, Ooh, you guys are my bosses now. And obviously we don't go by those titles, but you know, looking, having us like call the shots and having us kind of control, uh, that person, Andrew. So I think that could be a little bit of an issue, just kind of where you are on the, you know, the, the, whatever the peg stand or what's the word for totem pole totem pole that's it Um, or pecking order maybe that neither of those are accurate (laughs) i don't like either yeah but so that that, i think that's a challenge for sure yeah yeah what's another challenge i was thinking of um uh, come back to me on that one i got a good one though oh oh just uh people you know sometimes it's tough to understand like sam and i we live and breathe this shit right it's it's our core um i wouldn't say it's our identity but we love it it's our hobby uh even when we get together outside of the business, we're, we're talking about how to build the business, right? And just understanding that's probably not how everybody lives their life. And um, so maybe when you get together outside of work or don't always be talking about work is all I'm saying. So, yeah, uh, I think that's good. I think part of that's setting the expectation for, yeah. you know, outside of work and inside of work. And uh, the other thing I tell people all the time is, a partner can help you get to where you're not because a lot of people don't have the best credit score, the highest income. They can't get the loans they want to build rentals. So I always say partner with somebody that has the you know higher credit or has the income and then you bring the hard work and the knowledge and try a few deals. You There's nothing to say you can't do a flip or a wholesale or one rental together and then go off on your own if it doesn't work out. You're not signing a lifetime contract. Yeah. Just have some exit plans available in case it doesn't work out, but you can try to flip a house with a, a really good friend and it goes horribly. Yeah. And you just, you know, as long as you put the friendship first, hopefully you didn't lose money and then you can never partner with that person again and yeah. still be friends with them. I think it's easier to ha- trial it on like a flip or a wholesale, but um, yeah, rentals, even one rental, one rental, but yes, I think it's still a little longer term engagement, but e- either way. Yeah. Like you said, um, I kind of want to go through, tell me if you don't want to, that's fine. Uh, all of our friends and families that we have here that we work that we work on a day to day business. Good, um, Sam, and say their titles. Yeah, let, let's start with um, you know, Sam and I have raised tens of millions of dollars to go out and acquire real estate, and uh, the people we raise money from, we give them uh, excellent returns. That's why they want to lend us money. Uh, they get 10, 12, 15, sometimes 20% return on their money. Um, so they love lending us money, especially based on what the heck is happening. Uh, it has happened to the stock market over the last six months. So um, we have an awesome product, number one. So that's why we are comfortable going out to our close circle of family and friends. Like we have uh, we have one apartment deal where Sam's grandma, uh, uncle, cousin, and dad are involved. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got uh, all the funds to acquire that building. Um, we have a family friend that we, uh, uh, that we raised money from that uh, used to own a lake house with your parents, right? Um, and uh, your father-in-law is is retired now and has some self-directed IRA money. So you got people- Your like, mom. My mom. Yeah. You, people that are at that retirement age, maybe have some money in an IRA or a retirement fund that uh, don't really know what to do with it, um, can can lend, lend you some money. It could be 20 grand for rehab funds on a house, or it could be you know 100 grand. It just depends on that person's financial uh, 
situation, but uh, at least talk to them and see what they got and see if they're interested. Yeah, I think that one of our apartment deals, um, yeah, my dad gave us 25 grand. That was his first investment, which obviously isn't chump change, but, you know, he's retired and an engineer and, you know, saved he, every he freaking penny. He didn't quite penny. believe in us yet. I don't he didn't. No, it took him a little <laughs> while to, to get there. So you can start small and then grow from there. And our main private lender, Steve, he has told so many other people about it. We have a meeting here in about two hours with, uh, a, you know, another family friend that, that Steve convinced to take this meeting with us. So they're going to be your, you know, best cheerleaders because they've known you for years if they're, you know, your friends or family. Um, and then you've proven yourself to them. So they're, they're going to tell other people. People like to brag and, you know, talk about what they've done. And then they also like to, you know, bring in other people that, hey, I'm making great money with them. Why don't you do the same thing? For sure. So. Let's talk about people that are actually in our office that we that we know and love and have known and loved before we brought them onto our team. Um, we we have five acquisition managers that just go out and buy houses all day. That's that's their number one job, uh, and they're they're sales guys, right? Um, and Andrew is part of that, and then we also uh, hired our friend Josh and Casey and Dusty too. So mm-hmm. really, our whole acquisition manager team, besides Dennis, we knew before. Uh, this business. So that, that's that been pretty cool. Uh, my brother-in-law sells all of our wholesale properties. We He was a director of sales and marketing for a $500 million company. So we tried for like two years to get tried him. Tried for two years to get him and then finally was able to convince him and his life has completely changed. Um, See, so he thanks me every week for that. So that, that's the type of gratitude and uh, the type of satisfaction that I get from it when we're changing uh, our team members' lives because they took a risk on us. Yeah, I was a little worried about hiring your brother-in-law, honestly, because your sister's always had a crush on me and she's always, you know, really, really looked up to me and, you know, having your brother there, your brother-in-law there, just, it was just kind of awkward sometimes. Is it still awkward? No, it's good. You no. guys worked through that? We worked through it. You we guys had a good sit-down. Good. good. That, that was sarcastic. Yeah. His sister does not have a crush on me, so. Yeah, so I would say only the, only, uh, um, the, the person, the, the, integrator, the COO of Faster Freedom, you know, came from Enterprise. He, he's, he was good buddies with us and Phil before too. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's been very few people where we put out an Indeed ad and, and found them. The ones that we have have been amazing. But, except um, for Jaden. Except for Jaden, Dakota too. So, yeah, Dakota. Yeah. Well, Dakota came through Instagram actually. Oh, through the network, through the network. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think C- you're- CJ. CJ, CC. You're one of the few Indeed people. So yeah, of Anthony. all- of all those employees, a majority of them came from, or a lot of them, I guess, I don't know, a majority came from our network or we were really good friends with yeah. or kind of friend friends with. So I would use your network and, and your friends and family group to your advantage. If you have high quality people, um, see if they want to make a career change. See if they want to start flipping houses. See if they want to start wholesaling houses. See if they want to start making content. Use that to your advantage and uh, then you'll start to be able to pull super talented people away from these uh, corporate jobs that they're pretty much sick and tired of. Yeah. And I would say the majority of people, which hasn't been, I guess not a majority, but I can just think of a few people that we've had to let go, not because of performance necessarily. Performance may have been lacking a little bit, but because the culture fit wasn't there. And if they're your friends and you know them and your family, you know the culture fits there. Now, we have friends that I wouldn't hire. So it's not like we just hire whoever. Yeah. Um, we, they just got to be the right culture fit and the right fit for that job. So, you know, we've had to, you know, sometimes you hire somebody that is a home run on paper. You don't know them and then they come in and they're just not a culture fit. So that doesn't work. It's, it's a little bit harder to, to let somebody go if their performance is okay, but the culture's not there. It's a little bit, I'm just for the conversation I've had, it's a little bit harder to be like, it's not like you're horrible at what you're doing, but you just don't fit the culture. That's, that's tough. For sure. Uh, I'm going to name a few more, so I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, Lori, our contract to close uh, manager, uh, was good friends with Brian. 
Uh, and then we hired her daughter, Abby, as well. So we do got a lot of family members here. Um, and I, I want to give my boy Tim Thornhill a shout out as well. He, we've been friends with Tim since uh, middle school. Timmy Bornhill. And he was running, uh, running crews for a, a sprinkler ir- uh, irrigation company. So uh, he had that project manager mindset. So we were able to, to bring him on board. And he runs our projects for our, our rental acquisition business now. So uh, he's been an awesome asset for us too. Yeah, no, we're, I'm glad to all the people we've hired and glad are all our friends and it's fun. And I think they're enjoying it because most of our employees are creating wealth and, and we're helping them do that. Uh, before we kind of put a little bow on this episode, I'm going to do a little teaser for a 20, we're going to, we're going to be, we're going to keep it at $25,000 giveaway. We're giving away two $25,000 giveaways. So 50. So 50 grand total we're giving away, <laughs> but two 25,000. I wonder what it's going to be next week. Uh, it, it's been 25 for the past couple of times. <laughs> um, so I think it's, there is some risk involved. There's a risk involved in any anything. There's risk involved in somebody staying at their corporate job. There's risk involved in somebody quitting their corporate job. There's risk involved in hiring somebody you don't know. There's risk involved in hiring somebody you do know. So I just think it's, you know, what type of culture do you want to have? Do you have that culture where you punch in, punch out, uh, you just do your work, and then you don't see them outside of work, well, then maybe it's not the best idea to hire your friends if that's your culture. But if your culture is to hang out, have fun at the office, hang out outside the office, do events, you know, drink a little bit after the office, have a have a beer in the afternoon, that's your culture. And that's like what you do with your friends. Then I think it makes sense to bring in your friends. But if you're like a party animal outside of work and when at work, it's all, you know, just straight work, 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 then maybe you don't want to have your friends be part of that. Yeah. And to, to me, the, the risk is worth it if you do it the right way. Uh, my favorite way to make impact is with our with our team members, right? And I said this yesterday during a meeting, but you know, one of my goals is to make all of us millionaires. And why wouldn't I want to do that to and with the people that I love the most? That's don't cry. Ah, no, just <laughs> cut that part. No, I like no, that. that we need to make that ah he just did into like, like a, a meme, meme or yeah. like a, a voice that we use like at the beginning of every episode. Luke will go. Ah. And then it'll make a song out of it, like a beat, and then rap. Do you, do you want to do your rap? Nope. Save that for another one. Episode seventeen. I was gonna say like like make episode like fifty, like a uh, like a, a milestone episode. You're gonna freestyle. All right, episode fifty. I like it. It's not a freestyle. You already wrote it, but yeah, I know what I'm gonna say. I'll drop the beat though. All right. Um. All right. So if you'd like to win this twenty five thousand uh, dollar or not a surprise prize, whatever you want to call it, here's what it is. It is a full day evening with Lucas and myself and our team. So wherever you are in the country, we're going to fly you out on our dime. We're going to put you up in a hotel room one night, I guess maybe two, depending on where you're coming from and how everything works out. But at least one or two nights at a hotel, we're going to fly you back home. We're going to go do something fun, top golf or a Cardinals game or whenever we just, whenever we make plans with everybody, you're going to be able to bring somebody with you and you're going to hang out with us and we're going to have fun. We're going to mastermind. You're going to be able to be a part of all our meetings. You'll be able to talk to all of our family and our friends that work with us and pick their brains as well. So if you want to get invested in real estate, I don't think there's a better use of 24, 36 hours of your time than hanging out with us who really do want to help you and then have proven that it works and the methods we do and the culture we have is second to none in my opinion. So we're going to be giving away two of those. So Mm. you and a friend and then somebody else and a friend are going to be coming and hanging out with us. So if you're going to pay for all of those activities, the flight, the hotel, uh, our time, I think it would be 25 grand for two people to do that. So that, that's why we're putting that value on it. So are we flying them out on our private jet or are we going like coach Southwest? Probably coach Southwest right. would be my guess. I maybe probably until we get the jet, we got to yeah. get the jet yeah. first, but how you 
actually get that is subscribing to this podcast and giving us a five-star review. And it doesn't hurt to share this episode. We're going to go in the analytics and we're going to see if you shared the episode. I've said that before um, on like YouTube and I think some people believe me. I can't see if you shared it or not, (laughs) but do it. It would help us. We would appreciate it. So we're buddies uh, doing business together, and we think that you should do business with your friends as well. If you got the right culture and the right expectations, I think it's a home run. Me too. We're buddies. Yay! <laughs> See you next time. See you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes along with all our social media handles so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show. 